Welcome to Houston Sports Talk with your host, Robert Land. Thanks for listening to the best Houston sports podcast. And I wasn't planning to do a Texans postgame podcast, like I said last week, especially without my sidekick, Stephen Kerr, who's on vacation. But after watching the Texans pull off a shocking upset against the Chargers, I needed to get a couple things off my chest and give you a mini postgame show. Maybe you want one, maybe you don't, but here we go. If you don't want it, you don't have to listen. But this is what I thought about this one. And let's start off with the Texans having 16 players on the reserve COVID list. Their O-line, a bunch of nobodies who shouldn't be starters in the NFL. Brandon Cooks, their best player this year, was one of the players out. But they still beat a team fighting for the playoffs, 41-29. And 29 on a last-second touchdown from the Chargers. So you could say it was 41 to 21 or 22 or whatever. But the big story in this one, and the big story right now with the Texans is Davis Mills. 21 for 27, 254 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, a 130.6 passer rating. He's looking like a real find and a legit good starting quarterback. And let's remember that he was the eighth quarterback picked in the draft. Nobody could have foreseen what's happened to him so far. Great stat from the TV crew they threw out late in the game. Among the rookies, among the rookie quarterbacks, he's number one in 300-yard games, number one in passing touchdowns in a game, number two in passing yards in a game this year. More importantly, you don't have to worry about drafting a quarterback in a bad quarterback draft. And even more importantly, Nick Casario looks like he knows what he's doing in the draft at this point. Not just picking Davis Mills, which we all questioned, but Nico Collins has shown flashes all year. He got his first NFL touchdown in this game. Brevin Jordan is getting me excited. Four catches, 56 yards, and he's looked good in just a few games where they've activated him. It took too long, but you gotta like what you see. Garrett Wallow looked good last week. Not nearly as good this week, but it's just a second start. Roy Lopez didn't play in this one, but... He's shown flashes this year. What about David Culley? Do we need to start a coach of the year campaign for David Culley? Eh, Okay, okay. I'm only kidding, but let's give the guy a little credit. Remember that last year the Texans won four games with Deshaun Watson. They've already won four this year with two to go. They're 4-11, and mostly with a rookie quarterback, a trash roster, a new offensive line about every single week, no starting caliber running backs, and no fans in the stands. He beat the Titans on the road, the Chargers with playoff hopes. Yeah, he seemed incredibly incompetent at times, but your record is your record. And doing what he's done in a circus, which is what he's had to do it in, isn't so awful. For the first time in 16 games, the Texans got a 100-yard game from a running back. Old man Rex Burkhead, 22 carries, 149 yards, 6.8 yards a carry. I'd have to check recent history, but it feels like a performance we haven't seen since Arian Foster. We'll give you an Arian Foster-type bow, Mr. Burkhead. Thank you very much. Oh, and what about defensive player of the game on Sunday, Mr. Simone Biles with His gold medalist girlfriend in the stands, Jonathan Owens. A huge interception in the end zone. And then 
a massive fumble recovery late in the game. Biles magic, you could call it. Simone Biles with those gold medals bringing it to NRG Stadium. But let me go back to the story of the game and of these last few weeks. Davis Mills might be pretty good. He's shown some accuracy, smart decision-making, quick adjustments from week to week, a good arm, and he finally put together four quarters the last couple of weeks. It sounds crazy, but he just outplayed Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert in back-to-back weeks. Davis Mills, your quarterback just did that. Davis Mills, completion percentage, 66.5% for the season. It's a better completion percentage than Deshaun had his first year. I know Deshaun was getting you more yards per completion. He was more likely to make bigger plays, too. And, of course, his ability to pick up big chunks on the ground is a factor. So trust me, I'm not making a grandiose statement like he's got Deshaun potential. Comparing the two will always be apples to oranges. But just saying, I'm saying we can at least take a breath for one brief moment and get a little bit hopeful that Davis Mills has real potential as a rookie with almost no weapons, no running game, and poor pass protection most of the time. One last bit of good news before we go outside of the Texans and uh, and I'll finish it up. Jalen Green played for the first time in a month for the Rockets. And Jalen Green is back. He asked, or we asked, Stephen particularly asked Santa for a repaired hamstring for Christmas. And Santa delivered one. Jalen Green, 6 for 9 from 3-point range in limited minutes. 20-plus points. Great to have him healthy. And great to get a chance to watch more of his development as quickly as possible. The Rockets defense, though, they have slipped badly recently. That's an issue Green can't help, but it's always better for your defense if it's easier to score, and I think Green makes it easier to do that. The defense can't, or the, I should say the defense can be better when you're making your opponent take the ball out of the net. That's a fact. So uh, Jalen Green will help you. Uh, yes, he's going to have up and down game shooting, but we are starting to see with that more five-out offense, when you take away Daniel Tice and let Jalen Green create and have more space to work with in the paint, it gets better for him. We've talked about how it's helped the whole offense in these last few weeks without Daniel Tice and how it's opened up things and you've got more shooters on the floor. But what we haven't talked a ton about is Jalen Green he just has more space to work with because he's a guy that, you know, you can count on being able to get to the basket and get by his guy more than some of these others with his quickness and that sort of things. And and his ability to do that will make him better. And in turn, some of these shooters that are having a harder and harder time to get open. And I mean, Armani Brooks and Garrison Matthews, they're going to have more space to work with, with Jalen Green out there. Anyway, I hope I didn't bore you guys with this one-man show, and I hope everyone who celebrates had a wonderful Christmas. We'll talk to you down the road. Until next time, have a great one. You're listening to Houston Sports Talk. Don't forget to follow Houston Sports Talk on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, the Google Podcast app, or the Stitcher app. You can support us by giving us a five-star review on iTunes or by telling your friends about us. Spread the word, everybody. Thanks for listening.